Today's episode is sponsored by Ava. Stop missing hot leads when you're out with a client or spending time with friends and family. Ava is a professional inside sales team and will respond to and nurture leads 24-7. And you step back in when the leads are ready to talk to an agent. Visit reraw.com forward slash Ava to learn more. Again, that's reraw.com forward slash A-I-V-A. Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the No Fluff, No BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short-form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life, and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now, introducing your host, James Hoff. And so begins another wonderful week. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Happy Monday. I feel like every day is Monday in real estate. And you know what? I don't even say that in a negative way. I wish we had eight Mondays in a week because guess what? Monday signifies the start of something. Everyone's like, oh, it's the beginning of the week. You're damn right it is. It's the beginning of something special. So make today awesome. I hope you guys are crushing it out there. I hope those of you who are taking the day off have a great day off. And I appreciate you being here on your day off. So thanks for tuning in. Unless you're listening to this on Tuesday, which thanks for tuning in anyway. And uh, for those of you who are just kicking off your week, thanks for kicking it off with a little bit of real estate raw in its most true and unfiltered form. We do 20-minute sales meetings. Actually, we do sales meetings in 20 minutes or less because let's be honest, sometimes I am able to cut myself off. Make sure you visit reraw.com, check out our show notes, and enough of that. Let's jump into our weekly evaluation. I love this part, you guys. I love it because it's your chance to start again. Every single week, you have the chance, the unique and rare opportunity to start again. In fact, you actually have this opportunity every day every hour, every minute, you have the opportunity to start again. But if you got off track, if it's just been a dog shit week, if it's been a rough run for you and you've got a few things you got to let go of, you got to get off your chest, you haven't been able to get out of your own way, it's all good. Shake it off. Right now, just shake it off like Taylor Swift. Ah, Nobody thought that was coming, huh? Just shake it off, you guys. Get it out of your system. Take that deep breath. Release that negativity. Get it the hell out of your body because bad vibes are just going to bring you down. Bad vibes kill your insides. They kill your brain. They kill your work ethic. They kill your momentum, and we got to get rid of that. So what we're going to do is we're going to start again, reset. You can do this daily. You can do this hourly, right? It's pick, pick to be successful. Pick to turn those intentions into actions. Those actions turn those intentions into truths, right? So evaluate your previous week. What did you do right? What did you do wrong? If you did everything right, I still don't want you to give yourself a 10 out of 10 because I bet you there's something that you might've done right, but you probably could do better. Figure out what those gaps are. Give yourself an opportunity to present a new challenge in your business. 
so that you can always continue growing. And if you really, like I said, if you really had a tough week, if it just wasn't clicking for you, it's all good. Today is the day. You let it go, you shake it off, and you start anew. You write down the new the new goals, the new intentions, the new commitments you're making for this week, for the calls, the doors, the letters, the whatever it is that you're doing, how many lunches, how many coffees, how many contracts, how many escrows are you opening, how many listings are you taking, whatever those goals are, whatever the commitments you write down, just write it down and get to work on it. Because if you do this every week, remember, you're never more than a week off track. Just don't keep doing it every week, you know? Don't keep doing it like every uh, every freaking week. Then you get months off track. That sucks. But if you just do this every week, give yourself an opportunity to reset, then you are good to go. All right, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about game playing. You know, we are going to talk about the game playing. I, so much of our, our conversation and our topics on here come back to just being genuine, authentic, and human in our interactions and our intentions and the things that we do. And I, guys, I got to tell you, you know, the, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the, the FISBO call as an example, right? Think about like the most, the most boilerplate FISBO script. Uh, hey there, uh, I was calling to see if you were cooperating with brokers. Oh, great, you are cooperating with brokers. Well, that's wonderful. Well, I was wondering if I might be able to stop by and preview your house so that in the event that I've got a buyer that, uh, you know, I could maybe bring him to the table. But I can't do that unless I know what your house looks like. Is that cool? Awesome. I'll be there at like 1 o'clock tomorrow. Have a great day. Guys, if you bring a listing presentation with you to that appointment, you're kind of an asshole, you know? I mean, it's just, there's so much deception in the way that we approach. I'm using that one example, but there's just so much deception in the way that we so often go about our prospecting. FISBOs are great opportunities, but you know, sometimes it's all right to just be honest. I mean, have you thought of that for a minute? Hey, the reason I was calling is because a lot of people suck at selling their own house. And I realize you probably want to go down that path for a little bit. And that's perfectly fine. I wanted to offer you some free value. Do you by chance have any questions about the market or would you like a professional opinion about uh, you know, a free consultation on how you might be able to show your home better to prospective buyers? I'd be happy to drop by. Oh, you would? Of course I would. Why would you do that for free, James? Well, that's a great question, Mr. Seller. I'll tell you exactly why. Because while I'm not asking you for the listing now, I would hope that if you see enough value in the way that I'm going to give you guidance and consultation for free on the front end, that at least you'd give me the opportunity to interview. Not even asking you to hire me, but I'd at least love the opportunity to interview for the job if and only if you uh, ultimately decide to hire an agent. Why would you do that, James? Because I'm committed to not hiring an agent. Well, another great question. The reason I'm committed to doing that is because not everybody likes selling their own house. And I hope that if I come over and I keep to my word and I don't hard sell you and I don't push you to actually list your house with me, but you do see value if you decide never to hire an agent because you're committed to selling this through hell or high water all by yourself, not everybody's committed to doing that. And if you have a neighbor, a friend, or family member who would like to hire a real estate agent, I hope that my truthfulness and honesty and ability to hold up my end of the bargain and keep to my word that I didn't hard sell you and beg you for a listing, I would hope that maybe you'd put my name in front of them so I could interview for that job. You see, guys, not everything has to be some crazy manipulation. Sometimes just that brutal, raw honesty. Oh, your house is expired. Yeah, I know that. You don't need to tell me. Why are you calling? Because you want the listing? You know, oh, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. 
<laughs> you know, is it really that difficult? All these scripts, all these, all these things that we do, all the stuff that we focus on, like, like, here's another favorite of mine, the open house signs. It, we gotta, I'm going to have to ramble about this. I'm just going to go off the deep end, but the open house signs, right? First, it starts off as just an open house sign, right? It could be green and white or red and white or, you know, blue and orange, whatever, whatever open house signs are allowed in the city or the county that you're working. Right. And then it's like, all right, well, you know what? There's already an open house sign in that corner. So I think what I'm going to do is put an open house sign with like uh, with a firework on it and then somebody else with suspenders on it. And then somebody else says, I'm going to get an open house sign with one balloon. And then somebody else says, I'm going to put an open house sign out with 15 balloons. And then somebody else says, I'm going to put a digital open house sign out, but I'm going to put one on every single corner of that intersection. And I'm going to hire a guy to stand on the corner and dance so that everybody can see that my open house is down there to the right. And then there's going to be 47 other signs on, on the over the course of a one city block uh, distance to get to the house. That'll get them. That's what great marketing that is. Guys, you know, the game playing is unbelievable. I laugh when I go into some of these communities that you've got like maybe five open houses, but you've got 15 signs up at the top of the entrance at the top of the hill going into the community. And each agent has like, you know, three signs out, one on most corners, one before the corner, and then a bunch of them leading to the house. There used to be a day when open house signs were so necessary because people were so tired of taking out the Thomas guide. If you don't know what that is, look it up. 34 years young, by the way, but I'd know what a Thomas guide is. I'm old enough to remember that. If you don't know what it is, look it up. But you know, people, people didn't want to just break out the Thomas guide to figure out how the hell to get to the house. Right. But we don't live in that world now when it used to be, I think that the old saying was, you know, the more signs you put out, the better the traffic, the rule of thumb is for every sign you put out, expect somebody to walk through the door. And I think that gets taken so literally now that I'll see agents putting out open house signs to be like 50 of them for one house. And like, gosh, I only had two people so much for that bullshit claim. <laughs> well, yeah, guys, think about this for a minute. The open house signs are convenient. Some people think they're a branding tool. A lot of areas, at least the ones that I'm in right now, they don't even let you put your name on the signs anymore. And if you do, it also requires the brokerage and your and your license number and all that stuff, right? But it's it's such a gameplay, right? It, like if we put enough signs out, you think you're finally going to trick someone to being in there? I'm going to challenge you to do something. The next time that you call on a FISBO, I want you to actually tell them that you're calling to offer them free consultation. And yes, you're an agent. And yes, your long-term play is honest to God. If you decide you want to interview an agent down the road, I hope I earn that opportunity, but I'm literally just calling to provide a little bit of free value, a free consultation. Did you have any questions about the market from a professional? While I'm not able to take on the liability of actually guiding you through the transaction, unless I represent you exclusively, I would be more than happy to help you get out of the starting blocks. What questions can I answer for you about the market, the comparables locally, where things are at? how things are going, how your house looks or presents itself. What can I do for you? I add value first. I earn their trust and then they call me later. But I was also transparent about the fact that I was trying to earn their trust to, so that they would call me later. I'm going to challenge you who do an open house this week to not put out 50 signs, but to put out one sign in front of the house and then maybe like two other signs. So like three to five signs total. Don't worry about the 15, 20, 30, 40. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Um, there's a company called Google and they'll actually, they'll actually, uh, 
they actually have a map that you can click on or you can go on to uh, some of the big company names, which I won't mention specifically, but you can you can get lists of all the open houses. It's not difficult to do. You can drop pins in your GPS te- devices. Your nav devices will take you right there. People don't need the arrows as much as they used to. It's just not that world. So while some of that's important, and quite frankly, it's just stupidly necessary, I would argue if you didn't put any signs out at all, maybe just the one in the front yard to show that you're actually open, to show that there's human life inside, maybe that's all you need. This game playing and this trickery, you know, is just so unnecessary. I can't even tell, you know, here's another good one. Hey, bring the flyers, bring the brochures inside. Make the buyer come inside to get the information about the house. Really? Is that the trick? Oh, just put one picture on the MLS. Make them curious. But if they want the rest, they've got to set up a showing. Really? Who does that serve? I guess you because you're looking for more leads. But did you ever think that maybe if you just gave somebody everything that they wanted, that you'd be you'd be legit because you weren't strangely withholding shit and people could trust you. Try going about something without like this ulterior motive. Just be a genuine human being. Put yourself in that position. Oh, look at the gameplay here. Sure, I'll walk right into that trap. No, people don't like that, you guys. It's are you are you guys catching this? I it's got to make sense. This stuff is so important. For you to understand the consumer is so much smarter than you credit them for. They, they'll sit outside. I'm not even joking. 50% of my open house traffic will sit outside in their car. And if there's no flyer, because I've, I've tested this, I swear on my, on my life, I've tested this. If you, if you take the flyers out of the box and bring them in, there's people that will literally drive by, sit in front of the house and look on their phone. Okay. There's other people that will drive by if there's flyers in the box and they'll sit out front, grab a flyer and look at it and still not come in. And then I've even had people come inside the house that they're looking for more pictures of, which is funny because it's online. So they've already seen the pictures on their phone and they've still come all the way inside and said, do you have a brochure? And I say, absolutely. Why don't you have a look around? And their exact words, no, it's okay. I'll just take the brochure. If I like what I see, I'll come back later. Think about that. You guys, they're in the house. It's like, could you pick your eyes up from the paper and look up? You can see everything. And they just walk right back out the door. It doesn't matter what games you're playing. Sure, you're always going to trick a couple of people, right? What's the saying? Even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then. But like, the, the fact of the matter is, the consumer's smarter than that now, you guys. They have so much access to internet information, to information online, at their fingertips on social media, through the mail, all these resources. They don't need your arrows to get to the open house. There's an app for that. There's a map for that. There's other ways to get the information. If you're not willing to provide it, then, you're a, then you appear to be a game player. And if you appear to be a game player, how is somebody going to trust you in a transaction? Ooh, that was tricky. Really? You rely on trickery to sell shit? Why don't you just sell it the right way? Why don't you just sell it with like genuine, authentic human being? Why don't you just be you? I don't like people that like that they do this like sly handshake, right? The little smirk on their face and they really feel like they got you. Fuck that. That's not the way we do things. Play the game. 
it's okay to be honest about your intentions, you guys. It's okay to call, like, literally, best expired script ever. Hi, James from such and such a brokerage. I'm calling today because your house is expired. Would love to list it. Are you taking uh, applications for interviews? No? Awesome. I'll go screw myself. Like, it's, guys, it's okay. This, like, the circumventing that people do with, like, I talked about the FISBOs with the whole, like, I'd love to see it or the buyer letters that people send out. Well, I, I could have a buyer, but I don't have a buyer, but maybe I have a buyer depending on whether or not you let me see the house because I got to see if it works for a buyer that I kind of don't really have, but I might have. Like, why does everyone have to beat around the bush? You either have a buyer or you don't have a buyer. The open house is there. It's on a map. Put a couple arrows out. You don't need 300 arrows, you know? Make, make your own script, add humanity. It all comes back to adding a sense of humanity into the interaction, into the transaction, into the engagement, into the prospecting and the follow-up and the nurturing. People are starving for that sense of humanity. Nobody likes to feel like they got stuck in a trap. Anyway, I guess that's it. That's all I have to say. I'm running out of steam here in the sales meeting because I'm getting all worked up on the inside. I'm gonna have to get someone to ramble with me about this because it drives me crazy. The trickery and just it's so not needed. Just be you. Just be you. Focus on you want trickery? Here's you know what? Let's just go for another minute. You want trickery? Here's a good one for you. Why don't you go learn the market stats? You ever thought of that? There's some trickery for you. Actually know what in God's great name you're talking about? Gee, shocking how that might actually help your business. Ooh, but if I lure them into the trap and I only let them see two houses on my website before I make them register with their email, gee, I can think of a few other websites those people could go and look at houses without registering with an email. I mean, guys, this business is not rocket science and sometimes we spend too much time trying to set that bear trap and it's just... It's not even worth setting. It'll come. It's all good. Just be authentic. Be you. Don't worry so much about the trap that you're setting and just focus on adding value. The best trap in the world is just adding value and being honest and being genuine. You'd be shocked at how fulfilling that can be. Not only is it great for your business, God, it fucking feels good. It feels really, really good. When you're out in the field this week, I want you to remember... And you know what I'm about to say, but I say it every week and I mean it every single week. Real agents work. Real agents work. Be one of them. Kick some ass. Do your best. Have some fun. Hold yourself accountable. Treat your business like a business. Challenge yourself to grow personally and professionally. Play this game and play it hard. Real agents work. Join me, won't you? Today's episode is sponsored by Ava. Stop missing hot leads when you're out with a client or spending time with friends and family. Ava is a professional inside sales team and will respond to and nurture leads 24-7. And you step back in when the leads are ready to talk to an agent. Visit reraw.com forward slash Ava to learn more. Again, that's reraw.com forward slash A-I-V-A.